Howdy. What's happening? Just trying not to get sick. That's my big thing these days, trying not to get sick. Everybody around me is catching that Delta variant. Yep. I know. It sucks. At Purple Noodle Marketing, we can find the perfect plan for you. Want to grow? Call us today at 612-208-2812 to speak to our cannabis growth specialist. This is episode 58. Hello, this is legendary voice Alvin Sheehan. It's another Friday, so please sit back or lay back and enjoy a breath of life for the next 17 minutes with your host, my friend, the Fool and A. It's like you start walking up a hill and someone goes, hey, there's a minefield. You're like, oh, what? I don't even know where to step anymore, you know? I wear my mask all the time, but where I am in Austin, most people aren't wearing masks. Some people still are. Not wearing masks is becoming the norm all of a sudden. Yeah, I think everybody was excited to not wear masks. It's like a symbol of like, yay, we're back to normal. Yeah. Did you hear the governor of Alabama? Who's just so mad at the people who haven't gotten vaccinated? What did she say? Did she like scold them? Oh, hold on. Alabama governor says it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks. Wow. I can't make you take care of yourself, Republican Kay Ivey said of her state's residents who have yet to receive their shots. I mean, she's right. You know, the right ones talk about personal responsibility, yet they don't want to take personal responsibility. Right. And they're going to get everybody sick. I've personally witnessed two people that I know are sick right now and they're staying home. They both were vaccinated, but they were around people who weren't vaccinated. Yep. And the unvaccinated were like anti-vaxxers and got them sick. Yep. Like I said, I feel like I'm walking in a minefield and I don't know which way to turn I find it hard to believe people thought, we're just going to shake this off, shake it off, and go back to normal. Watch. And now here we are. Do you think this is going on for another year? Oh, at least. I'm calling January 2024. I'll feel safe enough to take off my mask. I think I'm going to have this big, like, uh, suntan line across my nose. (laughs) By the time these masks come off. Yeah. I saw something recently. A buddy of mine is really into TikTok. And a lot of my friends are into TikTok. I'm opposed to TikTok myself because I think it's done by the Chinese military intelligence services as a way to gather information and to feed disinformation. Sure. He sent me this thing, serious as a heart attack. And it was some guy talking about how five presidents have been assassinated because they didn't want to give their people vaccinations. It was the Haiti president. That's why he was assassinated, according to them. Uh, The president of Tanzania, the president of Burundi. Have you vetted that information? You just said you don't trust TikTok because it's a place of misinformation. And now you are reporting information from TikTok, which I'm assuming you haven't vetted. And therefore, you are propagating misinformation. And then he sends in me another one. I guess the president of Mali might have been. I need to look that one up. But also there was an attempted assassination on his life. It's like, dude, no, no, bro, no. This is this COVID misinformation campaign. Chinese are doing a little bit, but the Russians are really doing it to the U.S. You didn't hear that one? I'm glad you didn't. 
it's I never said that I believed it. I said that's what's going out. I just don't see what either Russia or China have by putting out misinformation campaigns. And I know you probably say I don't either, but can you think of a reason how that would benefit them in any way? Well, how does it benefit the world to have the United States split in two? Mm. And perhaps no longer the strongest nation in the world. Bingo. That's it. Divide and conquer. I think it's working too. I saw a quick segment on Al Jazeera's news. Mm -hmm. I'll put the doctor's name in here, but he wrote a book about autism. Mm -hmm. In 2015, he wrote this book debunking the fact that autism is caused by vaccinations. And according to him, the Tea Party picked that up and they pushed it forward. And he says that the current anti-vaccine movement in the United States is run by the Tea Party. Well, it seems to be true. How do we fix this? I mean, we live in a country now. We seem to get excited about dividing ourselves. Do you have a lot of friends that are anti-vaxxers? No, I have no one who's an anti-vaxxer. I have so many anti-vaxxers on my Facebook page. I don't even know what to do. I have old friends, ex-military guys. I have college friends. I have people in the Bernie movement who are anti-maskers. I won't say anti-vaxxers. You clean house, huh? You don't tolerate that silliness? Especially where you live. I thought there's a lot of anti-vaxxers there. Yeah, but I'm not friends with them. That's true. I guess I'm friends with people in general who are college educated, who think for themselves, who don't just take what they read on the internet and turn it into their reality. I'm also friends with people who have a strong sense of community and wanting to protect others. So there's that idea of, I don't wear my mask for me, I wear it for you. Do you have any Republican friends? One. (laughs) (laughs) I got one Republican friend. I don't know if he wears a mask or not. He would text me very excitedly during the presidential run-up to the election when Bernie was still in it, because he knew that I liked Bernie. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, your guy's doing good. You know, I saw he won in your state. You know, so that's my one Republican friend. Well, that's good. Who's also terribly ashamed that he voted for Trump the first time around. (laughs) My college friends are very divided. Most of them turn out to be Republicans. They might have been Republicans back when I knew them in college. I just didn't really pay that much attention to it. Weren't you a Republican back then? You were in the military. I was a Republican for a while, and then I became independent for a decade. And I stayed that way for a long time. The only reason why I changed was because of the Bernie movement. And then when Bernie Demex, I Demexed it. And then I had to register again when I came to Texas because I wanted to work for the election cycle. Right. You have to be registered in a party there. They don't the Green Party. They don't Libertarians. So dumb. You got to register one or the other. So that's why I did it. But most of my Republican friends, very few of them really like jumped off the bandwagon. You know, they're not ashamed that they voted for Trump. Some of them, sadly, I still consider friends. I don't talk to them, but I still look at their Facebook page once in a while and they have a Trump hat on and I'm like, what is her problem? I think COVID is going to be with us for a long time. I think the Trump virus is going to be with us even longer. Yeah, I agree. The Trump variant, we'll call that from now on. It's weird because the mainstream media, corporate media on the left, they just now ignore Trump in most cases. So if you're on the left, it feels like he's irrelevant. But I think that's a great lie. 
on the right, obviously, they still hear all the Trump stuff and they get some propaganda that way. I think the Trump variant is going to be a contagion that's going to continue to spread throughout the Republican Party. I think that they thought they had a vaccination for it, but I think that it's going to mutate into something new coming up here soon. I mean, you have like Marjorie Green. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green. You know, if she wins her second term, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. It doesn't look like she's going to lose right now. That's what scares me. It's, I mean, if Trump was four years and he's gone and there's no more talk of it, you can laugh at it. He was cute. It was a troll. It was funny. What benefit did I personally see of it? He stopped Hillary Clinton, who would have done eight years. And so we would have never gotten rid of her. And then her VP would have done eight years. Yeah. That would have been uh, Kane, Tim McCain. 16 years of that. You know, more wars. Who knows what else? And there's no saying that she wouldn't have handled this virus a lot differently than Biden's handling it. That's the one benefit from him if he goes away. We can take our mask off. We can breathe around Trump people right now. They're not spreading the disease. But it's not. Just this anti-vaccine stuff alone is something that he's going to keep alive. I've been hearing some rumors that they're already kind of starting up the campaign for 2024. Yeah. What do you know about that so far? They're planning to pour heaps of money into the down-ballot races in 2022. Mm-hmm which gives them time to influence voting rights and regulations in states that they weren't able to control this last cycle. YouTube is feeding me paid commercials for giving my opinion on a variety of things so that Trump knows what to talk about at his next rally. So they're already testing the temperature and the campaign is well underway. Mm When you see those kinds of ads that ask you, what do you think about this subject? That's all campaign platform building. And he is doing appearances. Kind of like Bernie. I don't think he's ever going to go away. It was slightly different with Sanders because in truth, he never stopped being who he was and never stopped fighting for what he believed in. Now, suddenly he was on the national stage. And so it just seemed like his campaign never ended because you kept hearing about all the things that he was trying to fix, which all happened to be the planks of his platform, because that's who he is. Trump is not like that, but I think it's going to feel like he's just never going to stop running. Yeah, I think you're right. It feels like that. I think Trump is trying to set himself up to be a kingmaker. So that if he isn't feeling up to doing the campaign, because he wants to be in the White House. I think Trump wants to die in the White House. That's gross. I think you know what I mean. He may actually drop that at his desk, but I think he wants to be president for the rest of his life. And if he can't do that, I think he wants to have some minions in there who will do the craziness that he says. Right. Which I think is hard to get, which means you're talking about his son, maybe, running Trump Jr. Cocaine boy? Where'd you get that from? Have you looked at his eyes? And also, (laughs) George II was admittedly a former cocaine and alcohol abuser. So it wouldn't be the first time that we had a known addict in the (laughs) White House. I think Trump was hooked on Adderall. So, you know. No, Trump's son, not Trump. Trump was on all kinds of other stuff. I don't know what, but no, Trump's son seems to have a penchant for cocaine. Okay. I don't know what it's all leading to. There was some conference that he was at recently, and they did like a vote to say 
if Trump runs, who's going to support him? And of course, you know, all the cult, you have to say Trump. And so he wins like 70% of it. And then they did it again without him. And there was some other guy who came up. That's what I'm concerned with is that secondary list. Because worst case scenario, that's who we're dealing with, if not 2024, 2030. I think this Trump variant is going to be around for a while. I'm hoping it's going to go away. I'm hoping that COVID-19 outlasts Trump. And that's bad to say because COVID-19 is going to be here to 2024. But hopefully the Delta variant will outlast the Trump variant. If you look at other situations where nations have undergone sort of a populist, centrist moment moving toward say fascism or, you know, a dictatorship, it doesn't last that long unless the dictator is able to get into, right? And then you might have something like North Korea where it becomes passed down in the family, but they're sort of an outlier, aren't they? Putin did it. Putin actually left the office and then he managed to claw his way back up. Running, he says, you should step aside. You might have an accident. Guy's like, yeah, I'm stepping aside. <laughs> how is it that i forget about putin that's an example that i'm very concerned with i think that's motivated for trump trump sees putin and goes he did it i want to do it and he sees north koreans like i love the way these people stand up for him i want my people to do that and this combination creates this horrible bully he is bullying the crap out of the republican party right now yeah and they deserve it they deserve trump they deserve to lose like three times in a row because of Trump and then wake up and go, you know what? This isn't really working for us. That would be the ultimate troll. The only thing he needs to break is not the U.S. government. He needs to break the Republican Party into pieces so that they're so dysfunctional that they aren't effective anymore. In that sense, I would appreciate Trump. Outside of his own party, I think he's just a disaster. I think his politics have been damaging to think that he didn't cause a war is not that accurate. He couldn't pull it off, thank God. Imagine if he left us in the middle of a war with the UAE and in the middle of a war in Venezuela. And a virus. What would that be? That'd be World War One all over again. Yeah. Luckily we have it easy. He's just a crazy loose politician on the right. And the Trump variant may outlive the coronavirus, but... Who knows? Talk to you later. Ciao. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 17 minutes podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with your friends and family. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. They're listed on our website and social media. Check them out. Have a blessed Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom. Shalom. 
Purple Noodle Marketing is a creative strategy and design agency that specializes in cannabis SEO and marijuana marketing. We help businesses launch cannabis products, build brand foundations, and sustain organic cannabis growth. With over 30 years of experience, you can trust that we know exactly what SEO strategies to use. So whether you're a CBD or hemp dispensary, medical cannabis dispensary, or a dealer in recreational marijuana, we'll provide you with the best digital strategy to help you rank higher on Google. Clients who've worked with us in the past can attest to this. They've not only increased traffic, but have seen growth of millions of dollars in their online businesses. Our agency is completely versed in cannabis products, business models, state regulations, and organic SEO. We also believe in decriminalization before legalization and work within communities to help promote fair business practices for cannabis business owners and connoisseurs. Limited marketing leads to limited results, so don't be limited. At Purple Noodle Marketing, we can find the perfect plan for you. We understand that every cannabis business is unique, and we have three tiered marketing plans that we can customize for your particular marketing needs. Want to grow? Call us today at 612-208-2812 to speak to our cannabis growth specialist.